Hey, it's Carter Riley from Ring Addicts here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Also, it's free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, hiring managers. Reopening your small business and rebuilding your team can be tricky when 64% of furloughed workers don't plan to return to their previous employer. If your workers don't come back, Snagajob is here to help. Use snagajob.com to handle your rehiring with access to 47 million hourly workers looking for service industry jobs like yours. You'll save 25% each month with promo code podcast. Start hiring at snagajob.com today. More and more of our neighbors are struggling with the trauma of COVID-19 and the stress of everyday tasks. Life is hard. It's harder on drugs. On average, 130 people die every day from opioid overdose. Addiction is a common and treatable disease and affects people of all ages and all walks of life. Reach out and join the thousands of Virginians that have successfully recovered at off-opioids.org. And remember, the Harrisonburg-Rockingham Community Services Board is here to help. Hey, this is Carter Riley from Ring Addicts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's right, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Don't have a listenership yet? That's cool. You can still make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good evening and welcome to Monday Night Knockouts, our second edition of the podcast. Um, So I want to just preface this by saying last time we spoke, I told you all we would be talking about some underrated and overrated fighters and uh, boxing and MMA history. Um, I'm just going to scrap that for today. We'll do that on the next show because tonight we are going to be talking exclusively about Roy Jones Jr. and Kid Dynamite Mike Tyson. Um, <clears throat> the fight that we had speculated on a little bit last time, but uh, now there is actually an official date for this exhibition. Um, this eight round glorious exhibition we're going to get. Uh, I am also going to be doing a pretty short podcast because I had a run-in with some wasps earlier. I got stung in the back of the head a few times, and it is making it very difficult to keep my eyes open um, without the light hurting me. So I appreciate everybody kind of whoever's listening, you know, kind of bearing with me. And I am talking kind of quiet, so hopefully everybody can hear me all right and understand me. Anyway. This is Monday Night Knockouts. It is a fight night podcast, so we are going to get right down to brass tags and dollars and announce the winners from last night's UFC um, on ESPN. So we had, for the welterweight fights, we had winners Kazmat Shemev and Alex Oliveira. Uh, Shemev now 8-0-0. He won by knockout, actually, in the first round. I think it was like three minutes in, three and a half minutes. I can't read my own handwriting. Um, three and a half minutes in. Um, <clears throat> Alex Oliveira. Um, decision in the third round. Um, decision, I mean. Um, so then the light heavyweight division, you have Paul Craig won by submission in round one. Um, just two minutes into the, the fight. 
um, in the women's strawweight division. Uh, always interesting fights in there. Uh, Marina Rodriguez actually suffered her first loss ever to Carla Esparza um, by decision. Um, and then in the heavyweight division, you had another quick fight. Uh, Gustav, yeah, Gustav so lost. Gustafson, I always say his name wrong, um, lost um, by submission to about two minutes in, two and a half minutes in. In the light heavyweight division, Rua actually defeated Nagaro. They both have pretty robust records. They both fought um, over 30 times. They both have, um, believe, I believe Mauricio went in with 10 losses and 26 wins. And I think, um, I think, it, I think it was 26, 10 and 1. So now he's, I'm sorry, no, he's 26, 11 and 1, I think. And now he's 27, 11 and 1. And Nagaro is now 23, 10 and 0. Uh, and then the main event, which was a middleweight bout, uh, Robert Whitaker took on Darren Till um, and won by decision, full five rounds. So that was, that was pretty good, pretty good fight night. Um, <clears throat> not going to lie to you, I don't really feel like spending a lot of time on last night's UFC. You know, normally I would break it down and dissect everything and we go over the details of the fighters and the fights. And uh, tonight we're going to do solely, you know, Kid Dynamite and Roy Jones Jr. Um, and again, I'm only going to do this for a little while tonight, guys. I apologize. Um, so what is there to say? I mean, Mike Tyson, Kid Dynamite. Mike Tyson, who hasn't fought since June 11th of 2005 in a professional boxing match. Um, that's incredible. I mean, it's an exhibition. It's only eight rounds, obviously, but uh, I cannot wait. September 12th, it's my daughter's birthday, and uh, it's going to be a great day for me. <laughs> I'm getting the gift. Um, Mikey last fought. Uh, he was almost 39 years old. He was 38 years old, 38 and a half years old, only a few years older than me. It's kind of funny because he was he seemed so old then um he lost by a technical knockout he um he made it seven rounds against uh kevin mcbride for if you're not familiar with kevin mcbride <clears throat> he was actually uh it was a big win for us local guys in, in massachusetts because he was he was born of ireland but he uh lived here in dorchester in the neighborhood that my mom and actually carter riley from the ring addicts um um, grew up in that neighborhood, or they were from that neighborhood. So, you know, this is a certain sense of pride. Not only did he, a mass hole, take out the uh, the notorious at the time, Mike Tyson, the infamous, excuse me, at the time, Mike Tyson, um, who at the time was horribly unlikable. I mean, I didn't even watch the fight live because I just didn't. I had watched so many of his fights live. Me and my dad used to order every fight, and he just, especially at that point in his career, he'd gotten knocked around by some British guy like 11 months before that. Um, and I think that's the last fight I watched it is live. And then uh, that one I didn't see again. I didn't see until, you know, I saw the, the Kevin the, the Kevin McBride fight. I saw the results in the newspaper. Yes, they still had real newspapers then in 2005. <laughs> um, and then I, I caught it on TV on like ESPN Classic or something later on down the road. Um, so yeah, that was the last time Mike Tyson fought. Now, fifty will be fifty-four. He's he's fifty-four years old now. He'll be fifty-four when he fights Roy Jones Jr. He just I think just recently turned fifty-four. Um, Roy Jones Jr. is no you know no spring chicken as they say. He is uh, he's fifty-one. 
But the uh, the big difference is that Roy Jones Jr. fought two and a half years ago in a professionally sanctioned fight, <clears throat> a light heavyweight. Um, Roy Jones Jr. always loved rooting for him. It was always appointment television for me when he would fight. Um, you know, if he had a if there's a Roy Jones pay per view, you're you're getting it, or I was getting it. Um, I loved loved watching him fight. Huge influence in my life because when I was boxing, I liked to. I not liked it, but I, I fluctuated weight a lot. I fought in different weight classes, and um, and obviously not professionally like him, but yeah, I was inspired by him. I mean, the man won four uh, world titles, um, four different belts. He was the middleweight champion of the world. He was uh, a super middleweight champion of the world. He was the light heavyweight champion of the world. He was a heavyweight champion of the world. He was just a dynamo, man. He, you know, I mean, Mike Tyson went. 50 and 6 with 44 knockouts that's awesome i mean that's an unbelievable record but a lot of that came from when he was younger he was in his prime he was setting records he was always a heavyweight first of all mike tyson he was setting records by beating guys in less than like two minutes he had a lot of stiff competition he had some really tough competition too don't get me wrong but he um just his style of he was just a, he was a bruiser you know uh roy jones jr was a he was a boxer he was a he was a he, was a, he knew he knew how to move. He knew how to, he was a, I don't know, like Mike Tyson, he'd, he'd get in your head because of his sheer, just his sheer size, his, uh, his intimidation factor, his physical ability. Um, Roy Jones Jr. would get in your head after you've already been in the ring thinking you're going to beat him. <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. is just, he was, he was unlike anything in my lifetime. Uh, that I've seen, uh, but and he finished with a record of sixty-six and nine. Uh, he had forty-seven knockouts, and again, that was among four different uh, weight classes too. So, just the diversity is one of the most diverse fighters in the history of boxing, at least in my lifetime, I should say. Um, so, I'm really excited to see him fight Mike Tyson. Um, for some reason, a lot of people. Last I heard, this was on I think Friday morning. Last I had heard. A lot of people were putting money in Vegas on Mike Tyson, um, which, in my opinion, is not a good sign for Mike Tyson. <laughs> I think the lines are going to move. Um, I mean, I think realistically, it's been 15. It'll be 15 and a half. Or, no, he fought in June of 05. So it'll be like a little more than 15 years since Mike Tyson fought a professional boxer. Um, I mean, Roy Jones Jr. last fight was in February of 2018, and he won. Unlike Mike Tyson, he won. He he went out on top. I mean, granted, wasn't wasn't winning titles. He was fighting um, a nobody, um, Scott something whose name I can't even think of. Um, and the last notable fighter he fought was in 2015, and he got beaten in his mid 40s, uh, pretty handily actually. And like I think the fourth or fifth round, I can't remember. I did again. I watched that one live. I was always interested in watching his fights. Um, I can get the details online and trying to go off memory. Cause like I said, today has been a weird day with the wasp situation. Um, so I'll get those details and I can, I can share those on the next podcast. Cause we're going to do a lot of talk about them. And I think coming up next time, we'll do some of the overrated and underrated fighter stuff that I had mentioned previously a couple of times. And we'll also actually kind of begin to break down the different styles of Mike Tyson and, uh, Roy Jones jr. And, uh, my personal opinion, it's an eight-round eight exhibition. I don't even think it's going to go eight rounds. 
if they're, I mean, these are two of the most competitive guys in the history of professional fighting uh, combat sports. I mean, I think that if either, if they're in it, they're, these guys are not guys that, even if it's an exhibition and they're in their 50s, these guys are not guys that don't take it seriously. Um, I think if they're taking it even the slightest bit seriously, which they will be, I think Roy Jones Jr. is going to run circles around Mike Tyson, who looks great, by the way. I've seen some of his hype videos and his training videos he's been posting. But I still, I just think he's too far removed from real fighting, real boxing, <clears throat> actually squaring up against another professional in the ring, man. I don't know if he remembers what it's like to to get punched in the mouth by a professional. Um, <clears throat> and damn, I can't wait. I'm going to be all over that fight. I cannot wait to watch it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, think about all the great stuff we have coming up. We have some some great UFC coming up, another fight night uh, or two from Fight Island, which has been <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, so cool that, that Dana, I mean, Dana White's the best in the business at securing when he says he's going to do something, he, he does it. I mean, he's secured a fucking island, people. Have, has that, is that lost on people? Have people realized how incredible that is? He secured a fucking island. Period. That's it. Uh, you got some great UFC stuff coming up. Um, UFC 252, August 15th. So I think next week and the following weeks after that, we'll, we'll break down that a lot. Um, the cards that are supposed to be on it may not be the same as the cards that end up being on it because, you know, I mean, we are living in the COVID-19 world still. So things happen. People have already had to drop out of fights in a couple of events. Um, but really we'll mostly on the Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. stuff for those weeks. Um, I do want to get into the Conor McGregor retirement and stuff um, a little bit more um, personal opinion. And again, we'll touch on this more next week. I, I told you I was going to keep it brief tonight, and I apologize, guys. I do appreciate everybody sticking around. Um, but my personal opinion, um, Conor McGregor, maybe one of the top five most overrated fighters in the history of combat sports. Um, if you all had my email, I'm sure you all would be sending me some hate mail for that one. Um, but uh, we can get more into detail about that. I have some numbers that I had. I was going to share again tonight, but I just don't, I don't have it in me to talk about anything right now other than what we've talked about. Um, so my thoughts on the Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fight is that, uh, I mean, in their primes, Roy Jones was really the antithesis of Mike Tyson, right? I mean, you think about it, Kid Dynamite, the feared, the bad guy, always the villain, always ready to knock somebody the fuck out, uh, didn't matter who it was. Um, he was gonna eat your children. He was gonna he was gonna make a widow of your wife. Um, Roy Jones Jr. Man, always smiling, always always pleasing the crowd. I mean, it was Apollo Creed versus Drago, except they were both kings. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, Apollo was a king for a while too, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I just I can't wait for this fight, and I think it's gonna be great stuff. Um, I'd like to see if Carter Carter, you on the line with me here? You here with me? Yep, I'm here. Uh, I'm just wondering, what do you think? What are, you, are you looking forward to this? You, I know you're not a huge boxing guy, but I know you like, you know, Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be very interesting seeing Mike Tyson get back in the ring after all these years, but definitely interesting. Have you seen any of his training videos that have been coming out or anything like that? He's in. I have not. He's in ridiculous shape. Don't get me wrong. He looks. He looks like he's in his 30s. Uh, physically, but uh, 
I got to tell you, man. I mean, what do you think? Do you think do you think he's going to be able to hold his own against Roy Jones Jr., who just quit fighting two and a half years ago, or do you think it's pretty much a wash? Uh, I'm not really sure. Only time will tell, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate you coming on the mic. You can you can go back to, to producing. I appreciate your input. <laughs> um, Roy Jones Roy Jones Jr., um, yeah, man, I don't know. I think it's going to be uh, – I think it's going to be a pretty one-sided fight, to be honest. I'm sure, you know, unless the fix is in, which it very well could be. I mean, this this huge money grab for boxing, if you think about it. And I was talking to somebody about this recently. I've talked to a few people about this recently. I mean, the sport of boxing is just dying for something like this. I mean, the cash grab, like the Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather stuff. You know what I mean? That That drew such massive audiences. And it wasn't even a real boxing match. Anybody who's really a fan of boxing... It's funny, all the MMA guys, and I love MMA, but at heart, I'm a boxing guy, and I've mentioned that already in the first podcast, but all the MMA guys were like, oh, no, McGregor, McGregor's got a chance. McGregor, anybody who's a fan of boxing, like a real boxing fan first, knew as soon as they announced that thing, it was going to be a joke, because Mayweather just, he's a boxer, and he's one of the most skilled boxers of all time. Um, from a defensive standpoint, there was just no way that a guy like Brecker was going to come in and beat him. I'm sorry, <clears throat> but, uh, this is the, I got sidetracked there. Um, my point is boxing needs this stuff so badly and you have the heavyweight for the first time in so long, right on the brink of being relevant. There are some really good young guys, uh, Deontay Wilder, uh, Anthony Joshua, um, I mean, Tyson Fury's out there. I mean, you have some big guys, big names, even the lighter weight classes like Canelo Alvarez has been on fire for a long time. Um, but you don't really have anybody really making that big, that big splash they need to. They got to find something to get the people that are, that have left the sport really that loved it before to move on to watch other, other combat sports like UFC. And, um, you got to find a way to grab their attention and get them back in. And I think this could be just what it needs right now. Um, and really, they can hopefully help turn their attention to the young guys that are coming up because I think there's a lot of guys on the horizon that are really going to make boxing big again. Um, so, you know, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it, <clears throat> even though it's an exhibition. And who knows? Maybe this will launch them into a comeback for Roy Jones Jr. I don't think it will. I mean, he's already been a trainer and uh and an announcer, so who he doesn't really need to get back into it, but who knows? Maybe it will launch him back into it, or it'll build some confidence in Mike to say, you know what, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to George Foreman this bitch, even though George Foreman was, I think, 46 or 47 when he retired. Um, God, that man was a blob when he finished. <laughs> like, like the blob. Um, he was grilling a little one too many George Foreman grill hot dogs. <laughs> uh, Again, I got sidetracked. Guys, thanks for hanging with me tonight. I appreciate it. Um, this week's edition of Monday Night Knockout. Um, I really look forward. I really enjoy this. And uh, I know last week I had a little snafu. We didn't get to it. So um, I really appreciate everybody tagging along I didn't, uh, and, and sticking with me on this because this is only going to get better. You know, uh, Every week we're going to have new stuff to talk about. And we'll get more detailed about stuff we've touched on today. Like I said, I just it's been a weird, crazy fucking day and uh thanks for sticking it out with me i hope you guys enjoyed <clears throat> talking a little bit about roy jones jr and kid dynamite mike tyson and uh, i promise next week i'll 
I'll give you more than 20 minutes. We'll go for like a full hour and really deep dive into the details of like breaking down what fights uh, have happened and, and the fights that are coming up because there's a lot of good stuff in the world of professional fighting, combat sports. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming up. So thank you very much, everybody. Um, for Ring Addicts, I am Twitch. Uh, signing off. Peace. More and more of our neighbors are struggling with the trauma of COVID-19 and the stress of everyday tasks. Life is hard. It's harder on drugs. On average, 130 people die every day from opioid overdose. Addiction is a common and treatable disease and affects people of all ages and all walks of life. Reach out and join the thousands of Virginians that have successfully recovered at off-opioids.org. And remember, the Harrisonburg-Rockingham Community Services Board is here to help.